When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. The Jason and Alexis podcast is brought to you by our friends at the Freehouse. Get that pickup and delivery Tuesday through Sunday. Get the menu and more at thefreehousempls.com. Thanks, Freehouse. Hey, Jace. Hey. I, I have a great idea. I think you should take us to the Lowry after the show. Oh, how convenient for you to come up with that great idea. But yes, I'll take you and Dawn to the Lowry. Okay. <laughs> what are we eating? Uh, are we thinking comfort food? Dawn, yes. you thinking comfort food, Lex? Yes. Okay. I'd, I'd really like some meatloaf if they have it. Oh, wow. You're getting very, very particular. But Dawn, <laughs> we can hook you up at the Lowry because it is comfort food at its best. They have Ma's Meatloaf. Ooh. Don't you love that name? It is a generous portion of house-made meatloaf. You get some mashed potatoes, some root veggies, some chipotle ketchup. Oh. So, Dawn, we got your order. Lex, are you thinking comfort food, too? You know it. I need some comfort right now. It's cold out. How about a Cubano? How does that sound? Oh, yum. Yes. A baguette, mustard blend, fire-braced pork, smoked ham, pickles, and Swiss cheese. You know what else I'm going to get you right now? We're all going to split a velvet burger. It is what two. What is that? It Whoa. Is, thank you. It's two <laughs> four-ounce beef patties, Velveeta cheese, roasted poblano peppers, peanut pesto aioli sandwiched on a brioche bun. Wow. Boom. Whoa, yumbo. Yumbo isn't a word. But you know what is a word? Is pickup and delivery. And the Lowry offers both Tuesday through Sunday. For more information, go to thelowryuptown.com. On a summer evening. That is the very unattractive Harry Styles kicking off our 7 o'clock hour. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk window 7 1. Everything entertainment, everything deep thoughts. I'm Jace with Lex. By Jack Handy. Handy. <laughs> and now, deep thoughts by Jack Handy. If you're a cowboy and you're dragging a guy behind your horse, yeah. I bet it would really make you mad if you looked back and the guy was reading a magazine. Oh my god. I, I love those so much. <laughs> that's, that's so great. Let's, let's do one more. Deep Thoughts by Jack Handy. Instead of having answers on a math test, they should just call them impressions. And if you got a different impression, so what? 
Can't we all be brothers? (laughs) (laughs) My favorite is one I don't think we can air, but it's Grandpa Goes Fishing. And uh, if you find it, you should preview it first so you can determine whether or not we can air it. Uh, But that's something for a break. Uh Okay, I'll I'll preview that one. I'll I'll preview. Welcome uh, to the show. Uh, Welcome to our final live show of the week, because it is uh, Turkey Turkey Week. It's Thanksgiving Week. And uh, we're glad that you're here. Sit back, relax. We're about 13 minutes away uh, from another winner in our Live for Free or Die Trying contest. Uh, $100. Dawn McLean's going to say your beautiful name. Then you have beautiful 10 minutes to call us. And uh, and then you're entered to win $10,000. $10,000. So that's coming up. Live for free for the rest of the year. That's right. Uh, but it is, it's a, it's an odd week. It's an odd year for Turkey Day, for Thanksgiving, for obvious reasons, pandemic. Um, mm-hmm. And things are different, including uh, the, the, the parade. The Macy's Thanksgiving parade will be different. Um, yeah. Lex, am I right on that? Are they even it doing it? Yeah, they are. They're okay. doing it, but it won't be the two and a half mile parade with a live audience. It, this is a parade just for... The TV audience, of course. Oh, okay. Um, and it will be tied only to the cameras that are, are in front of Macy's Herald Square, that flagship store there on 34th Street in New York City. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's basically the distance <laughs> they'll travel. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, to just to, to see it and to, you know, because it's a tradition. I mean, they've oh, been doing this for so, so many years. sad. Yeah, so they're kind of going to be treating this year's parade more like a movie set. Oh, okay. Well, it's like just going around the corner where it's in the frame, and then it's like, all right. <laughs> yep, and we're done. <laughs> That's um, fine, though. Yeah, I mean, because the, the best, best can do. yeah, the pivot, yeah. Um, and there'll be the Today Show, of course, will be there. Savannah, Hoda, Al hosting it three hours. Okay. Um, Jimmy Fallon in the Roots scheduled to open the show. Mm-hmm. Lots and lots and lots of performers, as usual, be, will be showcased. Lots of shows, of course. Um, but they've really found a balance of how to do this. So there'll be some uh, pre-taped elements and, of course, the live as well. But hopefully they'll create that magic that everyone's, you know, to create some kind of normalcy for people. Well, I mean, they've managed to do it somewhat with sporting events, even though I don't yeah. love the piped-in applause. But um, and and the vast majority of people are watching it on television. We yeah. probably, I would bet, we're not going to notice much difference, other than no cutaway shots of the crowds. Um, yeah, uh, and no I, high school or college marching bands. Okay, That's well then maybe we'll notice. Yeah, but but I don't know. I I, I think it'll be fine. I think we will. We'll we'll get through a year without a normal without a normal parade. Here's what mm-hmm. depresses me. I had this on the sheet a couple of days ago. This okay. is what this is what just makes me sad uh, is just the downfall of department stores like Macy's. Mm. Oh, I had this. I, I it's a much longer conversation, and maybe we should get Allison Kaplan up here from. Uh, yeah. Minnesota business, but because I know she feels the same way, and I know I'm of uh, you know all four of us are from a generation uh, that maybe some of you listening you're younger and, and you don't have the memories of department stores like perhaps the oh, four boy. of us do. Oh, yeah. But but it it really and you know what happened was I went in there I went into a Macy's and, and let me be clear I'm not trying I'm not going to nor do I want to pick on them. 
my my observations here are because I want them to be magical. I want them to be better. Um, uh, but anyway, I went in there to what the hell was I getting? It doesn't much matter. But I I was go- oh oh I went in there. G-string. I was Wait, getting what? some lingerie for Colin. I was getting some yeah. I was getting yeah. some yeah. Long, lingerie. Yeah, that's what you were going for. But I was in there, and I won't say which particular Macy's I was at, but. It was, I'm going to be very blunt, it was very sad. Um, you know, it was, there are po- large portions of the show, uh, of the store that were kind of run down. And, um, you know, like the carpet was gross, ripped. Did you have to try anything on? No. For what you no. were looking for? Okay. No, I was wondering I was if there were homewares. piles of clothes in the. No, I was in homewares and it was just, uh, I don't know. Now, look, uh, now let me, let me be fair and let me balance this out. For the Rosedale Macy's, because I'm there a lot for obvious reasons because of B&E, yeah. the Rosedale Macy's is fantastic. Um, that's one of the better Macy's, and, and yeah. it's it's fabulous. Um, but I got to tell you, I think all four of us, and Dawn, I don't know the, the, the uh, chains that were in Missouri, but for me, and Lex knows where I'm going here, I'm spoiled. I'm from the Chicago area. Um, so I was blessed with with great memories of Carson Peary Scott and Marshall Fields, and the yes. the feeling Jesus of wa- yes, and walking in those grand stores. Uh, let's do this. Let's take a break because yeah, it's seven twelve. It? Yeah, let's let's take a break. Let's continue this on the other side, and we have that winter coming up too. Stay with us. Back in a moment. Welcome back, Jason and Alexis in the morning. I might talk 1071. Okay, we're going to continue our conversation, but I don't want to forget the contest, so I'm going to set a reminder with mm-hmm. Siri. Stand by, everyone. Hey, Siri, set a reminder for 720 a.m. to talk about the contest. Okay, added to today's reminders. There we go. Okay. Thank you. There we go. We get um, to talking, and then we're like, whoa, yeah, no, it's We get into it, minutes. and then I think about Late. Kenny, and I get distracted, and Uh-oh. we know it at 7.30. Anyway. For, for you guys, it was Macy's and whatnot. Yeah. For me, growing up, it was Sears on Lake Street and Chicago, as I pour coffee. Don't mind me. Oh, I love it. No, that's what everyone else is doing. I love it. We would come into town you know, four or five times a year stay with my grandparents and always go to Sears because we'd stock up on everything. And the great thing is you park in the parking lot, you walk right in to the tool department, which was depressing for me because my mom would grab me by the ear, take me upstairs, give me some pants, some shirts, some granimals, et cetera, et cetera. As soon as I got those, as soon as I got those fitted, I run back downstairs and meet my dad. And all we did was walk around the tool section oh and dream God. and drool. And it was so awesome. This is the best story And ever. then they closed Sears. They closed Sears on Lake Street in Chicago. And they opened it up at the Mall of America, which was depressing for me until I walked in there the very first time. There's a parking lot, right, an outdoor parking lot right next to the Sears store, reminiscent of Lake Street and Chicago. And you walk in. And you're right in the tool department. It was so cool. And all the appliances and TVs and everything that interested me was right there on the main floor. And I have to say, for as long as Sears was in the Mall of America, not once did I go to their second level. Not once. And like you were saying about, uh, it was just all tools. It was so awesome, Lex. And like you were saying about Macy's, Jason, when they finally started shutting it down, I went in there during the final days. It was so 
depressing. Yeah. Shelves were empty, carpet torn, crap everywhere, nothing in stock. And oh, it was just a slow, miserable death for that store. And I really yep. seriously, seriously miss Sears. I can't believe they invented the catalog and they couldn't make the internet work for them. It just it, it yeah. astounds oh, me. It. Yeah. Oh, believe astounds me. Kenny, the fact that it, uh, poor leadership. Um, they could have they could have been Amazon. Oh, yep. Sears easy. Sears oh, could have been Sears could have pivoted and Sears could have been um just like Blockbuster could have been Netflix. Yep. You know what was, I mean? yeah. In the 1800s, there was nothing you yes. couldn't buy. You could buy a house from Sears. You could buy a locomotive. Anything goes with Sears when they first started. It was just yep. amazing. An amazing company. I yep. still say that, too. It's like, we need an appliance. We're going to Sears. Yeah. Well, yep. No, we're not. Well, I need paint. No. My friend Chris Fisk, part of the high school four. Yeah. Chris, uh, all during our high school days, worked in the paint department. And I remember spending an inordinate amount of time in the Sears paint department hanging out with Chris. And I don't know. I just, you know, again, for me, taking field trips um, on State Street in Chicago and and Phil Jones, you know, I want to I want to smother him in his sleep sometimes, too. But he's he's right. Fifty percent of the time. And he right. He this is what he wrote right here. He goes, you're absolutely right, Jason. Going to a department store back in the day felt like a magical experience. You open those double doors to a land of great decor, classy yeah, music yeah. and um, and and sense. And he's absolutely and right. Customer service. And you know, who nailed you, it, uh, the movie Christmas Story. They absolutely nailed yep. the department uh-huh. store experience in that yes. movie. I hate to interrupt. Yep. Dude, 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 it sucks this year. It's time to announce a live for free name. We have Kristen Carlson from Minnetonka. Is this hour's name? Kristen Carlson. Call us bats back 651-641-1071 in the next 10 minutes. If you do, you win $100 and you're entered to win the grand prize of $10,000. 651-641-1071. Kristen Carlson from Minnetonka. Thank there you. we go. Damn Siri didn't. My 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 say, wrist didn't buzz. She really did. I apologize, Dawn. I, uh, I tried no, it's to be... fine. I just didn't want to interrupt your conversation no, no it's fine. Stores. i'm just staring at the phone now no thank you yeah uh dawn's is staring at the phone but no i dawn's experience in dirty old missouri the rat's yeah. ass store yeah. <laughs> mclean i don't want to leave you out what was the chain what were the chains that i'll keep an eye on the phones too what were the chains you know again um like lexus said it was dayton's here kenny loved the the tool department um i had carson perry scott and marshall fields what were what was yours dawn i mean we had like Sears, J.C. Penney's. Um, it, it's Macy's now, but it used to be something else. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. And I don't remember what it was, but it was the more high-end one in the mall. Um, I'm jealous that you guys had this experience of these old department stores that had been around forever since like whenever the 1920s, because, you know, we did have them. We had one in our downtown area that ended up um, 
uh, closing, but everybody used to, you know, it was like multi-level. It's It was in our little downtown area, and it, it closed. I think they've uh, working on reopening it. But, um, but you know, it still was special. It was like all beautiful, decked out with the trees during Christmas time. And, yep. you know, it just felt exciting to go through there. And I, yep. I just, I loved the mall anyway. So getting samples at the perfume counter and, you know, being annoying, I'm sure, as a teenager to this, the, the, yeah. The ladies in there was awfully fun also to just chase your friends around. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, the mall experience in general, yes. you know, that was just like that was where everyone went. It was you like know, a town square. It was, cool a modern, yes, yeah, it was I mean, a modern. Yes. Yeah. I mean, if you couldn't square. go to the mall on the oh, weekend, what? you were, you know, like you felt like you were so out of the loop. Like, yep. You were yeah. never going to recover uh, in your in your little teen heart you know that you're missing out your FOMO there of not being at the mall my mom usually just let me go if I was spending the night with somebody and um you know their parents would take me but we it wasn't something that one time I had a bad experience in the mall though um I actually it was in a store called it's a small world oh no this wasn't involving a mime was it nope not that kind of a bad experience but it was um I actually I, I stole some candy when I was in like second grade and they had to page my mom in the mall, no, and, but she was no. in Sears. So the page didn't go in there and oh my God, but Mrs. McLean, can you please get your daughter at the candy counter? Mrs. McLean to the candy counter, please. Oh my gosh. And there was a cop in there and it was a dollar's worth of candy, but I thought I was going to die. Anyway, let your me phone's get ringing. Some yes, phones the here. phone's ringing. Oh, I, that I, reminds I, me. My mom says every time we would go to Sears, they would have to page her be, or because she couldn't find, or they would have to page somebody because I was always lost. <laughs> <laughs> I would always just kind of go my own way, like you know, like <gasps> usual. Hmm. They, wow, they Lex, uh, find me. it's a foreign experience for us, isn't it, Lex? With Kenny, I just yeah, I don't know what you're talking right. about, Kenny. Well, uh, we have Kristen on the phone with us. <gasps> All right. Hi, Kristen. Hi, how are you? Good. Yeah. Congratulations. Did you? <laughs> Thank you. Now, did you hear or did someone email, text, or call you? Um, I heard it. I was making my toast and I heard it. <laughs> wow. Oh, nice. Well, congratulations. Nice. And I, I, um, I wasn't sure I had remembered the right phone number, but it was. So thank you so much. <laughs> nice. Now you are entered to win the $10,000 big, big prize. If you won, what would you do with the money? Give it to Kenny. <laughs> um, well, I think <laughs> Give it to probably Kenny. some in savings and some for traveling. Yes. Um, Good. Will <laughs> any, will, Kristen, nice. will any be going to Kenny? We always have to ask. It, will any be traveling? going um, to Kenny? Kristen. Yeah. Let's go to Maui, Kristen. Let's go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Maui. She Kenny, oh my Kenny God. she didn't say no, Kenny. Kristen didn't say no. Let's She'll write that down. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, well, thank we'll you, Kristen. Yeah. Can, uh, Kristen, don't hang up. Dawn has to get some information from you. But thank you so much for being a loyal listener. We It really means a lot to us that you enjoy the show. So hold on just a yeah. second. All right, thank tw- you again. Thank you. 726 is uh, the time. We'll be back right after these words. Was this
better Sorry. than the song. Let's be clear. Hold my own finger. Well, let's be oh, clear that. No. Let's be clear that sound effect was better than the song. Oh. <sighs> so bad. Uh, yeah. I love that it's still. You performed I think, at the American Music Awards, you know. Oh, uh, whatever. We're gonna talk to Gra- about the Grammys and yes. speaking of music, I just but saw that. yeah. Uh, I, I think now B. Arthur is leaving this song in just because she knows yeah, how much we all her. hate it. Well, we're, and, and she's going to call in because she's going okay, to good, uh, she's good. calling in to tell us the epic story. <gasps> yes. Of how Lori and Julia had to do their show from home. And it was an epic disaster over a two day period. Um and again, here's just all you need to know. Here's one tease line. Because B, honestly, would not tell me the story until she told it on the air. All she would tell me is, Lori didn't know how to copy and paste something on a computer. I just want everyone to kind of let that sink in for a second. That doesn't seem... <laughs> Possible. I, I use that every How? day so much. Like every half of, dawn, half of right? what I do is copy and paste. Yes, she didn't know how to copy and paste. And as my husband says, it's one of my favorite quotes ever from my husband when he was trying to <laughs> when he was trying to help his mom <laughs> when he was trying to help his mom sync up her i her Apple Watch. Yeah, he said, "quote It's like trying to teach a monkey how to fly a spaceship." <laughs> Um, so uh, and I, I, I died laughing when he said it. He was so afraid. He's like, he's like trying to teach a monkey how to fly a spaceship. Um, so yeah, so B. Arthur will be joining us in the eight o'clock hour. Because uh, I'm staring at the phone again. Yeah, no, 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 no. Don't worry about it. No, I have it, Dawn. Don't worry about it. Don't worry. I want you to be not stressed. I'll leave you being stressed for Donna and Steve. Let Steve stress you out. I want you here to not be stressed. So you 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 don't worry about anything. It's okay. Yeah. She she knows we're calling, right? Oh, B. Yes, I did. No, I I double checked with her yesterday. I I took in the eight. Yes, yeah. I took care of that booking. <laughs> I took care of that. I, <laughs> I booked. Uh, I booked our. Uh, I booked our boss. So yes, um, she'll be calling in a little bit later. Okay, Lex, you're our music <laughs> woman. You're. You're. I. Well, we. Tr- I. Well, you are. I mean, not you as much the, as I used to be, but yes. Well, I, yeah. You've. You've had a baby. Um, why do I keep seeing headlines about the weekend and the Grammys together? What What's happening here? Well, because it was a big snub for him. If you watch the American Music Awards, you would think that the weekend was it. Okay. So hot because he won almost every award. It was just like, wow, there's the weekend going again with his bandaged face, which is all makeup. He's not injured. It's all about drunk driving and warnings of what could happen to you if you drink and drive. If you were wondering and, you know, saw him. But he was barely nominated for a Grammy. The Grammys, though, Beyonce. She was nominated for nine awards. Also, Taylor Swift, Dua Lipa, and Roddy Rich all tied for six. Well, they all were nominated six times. So, um, but that's the big, that's kind of the big takeaway is that where's the weekend? Yeah. Where's big snub feels like for that. Um so yeah, the and Grammys. he's 
and yep. and he wants to know he's talking about the lack of transparency. I was watching it in right. one of the commercial breaks on CBS this morning. I'll try to find the clip here, but oh, um, perfect because he's even confused. By it. <laughs> yeah, he basically he wants, and I don't, I don't, I must admit, I don't follow the Grammys a lot. I don't quite get what he's mad, what he wants, and or let me rephrase that. That sounded bitchy because I'm a fan of the weekend. Yeah. What he is, what is he wanting from them? Do you understand, Lex? As far mm-hmm. as he wants more transparency, but I, I don't get what the, what the, what the problem is. Yeah, well, I'm hoping because uh, I didn't see that clip. If that was from okay. this morning, um, I'm hoping that he, they'll he'll elaborate on that. Yeah, I knew I, he was I, upset about it, but I um, just don't understand what the the what he's wanting and what is he saying yeah. that it's uh, there's it's it's hinky that the voting is hinky. And haven't we just gone through this? No, but I mean, is he? I'm just wondering what exactly he's accusing the the Grammy folks of doing. So yeah. I don't know. Well, I, yeah, I, I, I mean, know. he's going as far as calling it corrupt. Yeah, but what aspect of it is he thinking? There's money being exchanged. Um, you know, what is it? What's so I don't know. Yeah, but I, well, I'm looking at all the. I'm looking at Twitter, and everyone is agreeing that it's a huge snub. Um, so it is, yeah. I mean, yeah, definitely compared to the AMAs. Um, but it also looks like the weekend, you know, there's also been rumors that he would perform at, at the Super Bowl. And mm. what he's saying is, is, is that by him agreeing to that, that's cost him Grammy nominations that... because it, it made the Grammy, you know, honchos upset. Oh, okay. Oh, this well, is so, so dumb. Remember last year, the CEO, uh, Deborah Dugan, she yeah. accused the Grammys of misconduct and went as far as saying that the previous CEO uh, had raped an artist. Remember that? Yeah. Yes. That whole story, it seems like so long ago, but, um, and then they ousted her. Like she, you know, they sued her and, and they kind of did a tricky way of ousting her. It was a really, really confusing time last January. And Neil Portnow, he was the previous CEO, and um, these allegations against him, he denied it, of course. Um, but it was a real big upset. And she revealed a lot of misconduct within the Grammys. And well, people me- were very upset because she wasn't happy with the way the Grammys were being run. Well, I'm on Rolling Stone right now. Let me read you a little bit of this to put some of this into context and add a little yeah. bit of clarity. Um, on Twitter, The Weeknd wrote, the, the Grammys remain corrupt. You owe me, my fans, and the industry transparency. Yeah. Now, as Alexis pointed out here, reading in Rolling Stone, a source to Rolling Stone alleges that The Weeknd's shutout followed weeks of talks about a performance at the actual Grammys. Quote, there were many conversations between the Grammys and the weekend team about his performance for the Grammys. It continues. There was an ultimatum given resulting in a struggle over him also playing the Super Bowl that went on for some time and was eventually agreed upon that he would perform at both events. The Recording Academy had all those conversations with the weekend team in the past month, and today the weekend had not one nomination and is now completely ignored um, by the Grammys. Now, the Grammys 
are saying this, uh, the chair of the grant of the Recording Academy, quote, we understand that the weekend is disappointed at not being nominated. I was surprised and, and, and can uh, relate to what he's feeling. His music this year was excellent and his contributions to the music community and broader world are worthy of everyone's admiration. Um, unfortunately, every year there are fewer nominations than the number of deserving artists. To be clear, voting in all categories ended well before the weekend's performance at the Super Bowl was announced. So in no way could it have affected the nomination process. Hmm. So I don't know. I don't know enough about how the voting works. In the Grammys, now the Oscars, I have a, a better pool. I have a th- deeper pool of knowledge. This is, eludes me a little bit. Um, I don't know. Is it sour grapes? Is it yeah. uh, you know? Is it is it? Uh, hey, I want the. I don't know. I don't want to come down on the weekend because huh. again, I, I don't know enough about how the the Grammys. Now, I do know the accusations that Dawn just pointed out and you yeah. pointed out, but is it happening? I don't know. Let's get Colleen and Bradley. Let's go deep in the yeah, shallow. Let's have them look up. This is, yeah, they definitely need to cover our, this for their podcast. We've reached our Jason. And, we we uh, can only talk. Pool. Yeah, please. Yeah. <laughs> Colleen and Bradley can do a two-hour special on it. Well, yeah. that's Colleen, Bradley, can you go deep in the shallow on this, please? Yes, Thank you. Yes, <laughs> Please. Because you'd think that with the AMAs and the Grammys, there might be some consistency there. Yeah. You know, um, I, I, yeah, it's it, a little bit. It's but sometimes it's like the Golden Globes and the Oscars. There is some crossover yeah. sometimes. Yeah, right. That's true. But at, and and maybe he's a little embarrassed too. Yeah, that could be. That could be. You know, the AMAs. I mean, again, it was just like there he is again winning. There, wow, he's yeah. singing with Kenny G. Oh, he won again. Yeah, and yeah, to be snubbed like that. But who knows? We'll never know. <laughs> we'll never know yeah. the real story yep. again. Download Deep in the Shallow if you want to know the whole story by Colleen and Bradley. Available now wherever you get your podcast. See how yes. I slipped in that liner with it's the great. conversation? Yeah. It's beautiful. Perfect. They don't give these shows to zebras. Uh, 741. Well, I mean, sometimes they do. Seven, they don't give these shows to monkeys is actually Letterman's yeah. line. Uh, anyway, 741. And the Grammys are January 31st on CBS. Uh, when we come back, I finished The Crown, and I have thoughts. I have many thoughts. Ooh. Many, many thoughts. And you'll hear those thoughts when we return. Jason and Alexis in the morning. On my talk with 071, everything entertainment, everything. Dawn and Alexis are beautiful. And Kenny oh. is very handsome. Oh, <laughs> I get you, baby. Thank you. I love this song. I do, too. I do, too. Uh, I finished The Crown. Oh, yes, yes. You love The Crown, don't you? I love The Crown. And uh, I'm just going to say this right away, uh, because I don't want to ruin anyone's day, especially um, like my friend Lisa LaCourcier. If you're not quite done yet, um, here's this. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. I'm not listening. Yeah, so if you haven't watched it, uh, just, just, I, I, I won't ruin too much, but then again, I mean, let's keep in mind too, it's based on history, so it's not, it's hard to do spoiler <laughs> alerts for history, but anyway, um, 
Uh, this is the season, if you don't watch The Crown or if you're not uh, quite sure, th- this is season four, and this is the Margaret Thatcher-Diana years. Uh, this is 1979 through 1990-91. And, um, and as Vulture said as this season was released, this is what we've been waiting for. Um, this is the juicy stuff. And, yeah. and look, I've loved one through three. Um, I, I loved all the, I loved every single season. Uh, but this really, because of, uh, well, we lived through this. This is what we've waited for. And my overall thoughts now that the season is over is, I must say, I enjoyed the Margaret Thatcher queen plotline or dynamic almost as much as the Diana stuff. And I did not expect that. And that is and that is in large that is in large part to an amazing performance uh by Gillian Anderson as Margaret Thatcher. Um uh, to say she, and and Colin or I'm sorry, my friend Jen who loves British television and so much so that she belongs to a British TV Facebook group. Um she has been reading comments, and I guess people in the UK, Brits, are actually hating Gillian Anderson's performance of Thatcher. Over here, over here in the US, she is being celebrated, and I'm one of those celebrating her. She is phenomenal, and I don't know what the Brits have against her, uh, but whatever. Um, here's just a little bit. You can kind of get a sense of um, the cadence her her tone Jillian is so great uh this is a meeting this is an audience uh with with the queen that the prime ministers have she's sitting in the room where this happens and um Thatcher's being pushed out this is 1990 Thatcher is being pushed out um by the government and she's not happy about it and she has gone to the queen to discuss this here's a little bit of Jillian Anderson uh as as Margaret Thatcher Changes to the fishing license conditions, but nothing I would want to waste your valuable time with. You don't think we should briefly discuss that speech? Which speech? The resignation speech made by Sir Geoffrey Howe that's caused such a stir. Why would we want to discuss that? Because a great deal of fuss is being made of it. Oh, poor Geoffrey. I had offered him the position of Deputy Prime Minister, and he seems to have taken it rather the wrong way. In the newspapers, his speech is being seen as a direct challenge to your authority. I think that all depends on which newspapers you're reading. Not just... (laughs) She's so good. And then you go to Olivia Coleman playing the Queen this season. She's never been better. And then finally, Emma... Emma Corinne as Diana. I, I could look this. We'll probably need something on Monday and I'll probably expand on this on Monday. You know, guys, what I when I finished this, it brought back all the sadness that I felt in 97 on the night that Diana died. Um, you know, I wasn't, I, I wasn't, I wasn't like, uh, like I am with Dallas or, or star Wars. I, you know, I, I wasn't an Uber fan of the Royals, but I, I don't know why, but Diana's death really, even at 22 years old, really struck me. I was very, I was really sad, yeah. and this brought it all back. And I, and I think it was the magic of her. You know, I, I, I went into a deep dive after the season finale, and I came across a Fergie soundbite. Uh, Fergie and Oprah were talking about Diana, and Fergie kind of put it really well. 
Um, this was 96, so Diana was still alive when, when she was being discussed. And Fergie said, the thing about Diana is nobody has done it better. She, in her, the term she used, Diana just glides, glides through the process. Mm. And, and there was a magic to her. And then I started watching clips of her and interviews. And, and, and I, it just made me remember w- what was lost uh, when we lost her. Um, yeah. I, you know, and, and Dawn, I wish I could see your face. I, she really was kind of um, a, a fairy tale that we wanted to believe. But then at the same time, she, Diana was a, was a, was a great, was one of our first, re, was one of our first realizations that fairy tales aren't real. Um, so as much as she personified a, the, the fairy tale, not only to, to, to Britain, but to us, yeah. she, she was also a wake up call that fairy tales are just that they're not real. And what happened happens in that house yeah. isn't the stuff of Disney movies. What were you going to say, Lex? I was just wondering if you feel, I don't know if it's bad is not maybe the right word for it, but maybe awkward watching it, knowing that her sons don't like what they're doing with, or to be even, featured in the crown you know before it was different because yeah they're, a lot of they're they're dead and gone but can you imagine how weird that must be to have your mom portrayed in it's the series just the craziest ever yeah yes yeah do you feel at all like uh, yeah about you know, watching it or no? i don't feel icky at all about watching it but it's a great question though you know what i i I will say that Prince Charles does not come out of the season looking great. And I consider myself smart enough to know that I'm watching entertainment and I'm not watching a David Attenborough documentary about the Royals. Mm-hmm. I, I, I can put on my hat, my my I can put on my critical thinking hat and, and parse out, okay, 40% of this is probably dramatized. Sure. Even parsing out... The possibility that forty percent of what I'm watching is is false. Still, I'm only human, and I walk away not liking Charles. Um, mm-hmm. I feel awful for Diana, but it's interesting. At the conclusion of it, I don't feel icky watching it for the boys. Lex, I feel I actually, as much as I did not like him this season, I feel bad for Charles. Yeah, yeah. I feel bad for Charles because I'm sure the truth is somewhere in the middle. I don't think Charles was as bad as this is portraying. And I don't think he's good as good and as innocent as his defenders are 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 shouting now. Um, So I feel bad for him because there's really no way to defend yourself in a position like this. And I wonder if the queen is like, you don't say a word about this kid. Yeah, or if it's so, she's probably so above it. But because um, mm, he does not look good. I mean, uh, we don't have time, but there's a there's a confrontation that the queen has with her son that is base. It's so good. I, I, I we had time. I would play it where she is basically like, "You and Diana are privileged brats, and uh, and if mm-hmm. I hear you mm-hmm. complain one more time about how miserable you are, she basically says to him, "Act like a king." You're going to be king. Start acting like one. And Ooh. I basically, I literally, I basically just gave you the line. And it's a powerful scene. Um, so, yeah. 
I am I have so many mixed emotions. And then I went back and I listened to Elton John's uh, Candle in the Wind. And I was crying. And oh, my goodness. I'd, oh, wow. You're glutton for punishment, aren't girl, you? Girl, <laughs> I was all I was all melancholy. But yeah, yeah it makes me sad. I, I, yeah. I, it's amazing to think about what Diana would have done. You know what I mean? What she would be like right now. Oh, I know. What she would be like with her grandkids, with Meghan oh. Markle. You know what I mean? I yeah. What what Harry and William would be like, and what what position she would have in the world, uh, it makes me sad. It makes yeah. me sad. I think that's my hesitation for continuing on with the crown because I'm more than a season behind now. Yeah, that I just yeah maybe just feeling too too close and yeah I I'm, I. I'm looking forward to the next seasons, though. Yeah. Ooh, child. And that's been get... announced, right? That's coming. Yep. yep, it's coming. It's coming. When we come back, you know what else is coming? The dark lord of our radio station. <laughs> She's completely devoid of personality and emotion. B. Arthur will be joining us to talk about Lori and Julia not knowing how to use a basic Commodore 64 computer. <laughs> we'll be right back. As prices keep creeping up, your entertainment budget doesn't have to take a hit. Live One Plus has all the music you love, ad-free for only $3.99 per month. Dive into Live One's massive library of songs, listen to curated playlists, or create your own. Check out exclusive artist-hosted stations and do it all for the best price in streaming. Lock in a Live One Plus membership for just $3.99 per month now, and you'll not only beat inflation, you'll get all your favorite music ad-free. Check out liveone.com slash best music for details.